Yo, what up? I'm Johnny Skulls. This is Dax Dabs. We're from the band Above Snakes. And you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, can you hear us? Hey, what's up? Yeah. How's it going? Good. I'm Bruce. That's my partner, Chris. Hey, hey, hey. What's up, guys? Thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Thanks for having us. You guys look like you're ready to party. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I'm going to just jump right in. And for those not familiar with Above Snakes, because I wasn't until I, until Tom recommended you guys to me. But for those not familiar with Above Snakes, can you give us the two-sentence boardroom pitch or elevator pitch? That's me. That's you. Uh, we're just a heavy hard rock group from Boston. Um, trying to bring back a sound that we grew up on in the late 90s, early 2000s, and uh, try to put our little spin to it. That works perfectly. Nice. Can you say Boston for me? Boston. No, can you say park the car? Park the car and have a yacht. <laughs> there we go. Sorry, we're a bunch of jackasses, but... No, no, but there's no accent. They say they're from Boston. I'm like, no. Hey, are you originally are from Boston? Are you originally yeah. from Boston? Yep. Yeah, why yep. do you, Why do you not have the accent then? You don't think I have it? He's got more of an accent than I do. He definitely has it in certain words. I don't know. I mean, that's. I think that's the general standard, right? To park the car in Harvard Yard, yeah. and you and you fucked it up totally. <laughs> what? You didn't hear it? <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Are you guys in your jam space right now? <laughs> yeah, this is our um, control room. We have a studio here. Oh, wow. What? Yeah, it it looks nice like together. a pretty nice studio. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. who's the engineer in the band? What was it? Who's the engineer in the band? Uh, both of us. Cool. Now, this could get geeky pretty fast. It usually does. Because I, I run an audio software company. Nice. And I work with a lot of audio software companies. Um, what are you using for your DAW? We're using uh, Apollo Twin. No, but, uh, with is a, it Pro uh, Tools, Logic? Pro yeah, Tools. Tools yeah. Pro Tools, yeah. What version are you on? 12. Uh, 12, I think. Oh, wow. Old school. Yeah, we <laughs> haven't done the updates in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, nice. we like... So when we moved, we were living in California when we started the whole idea for this band, right? And we decided to move back to Boston and we were like, you know, we'll move back there. We have this warehouse space. So we're like, we'll build out a studio, you know, and we both went to school previous for um, audio production, you know, and in the band thing and everything. And um, we started building the place. It took a while doing it a little bit here and there on the weekends and stuff. And uh, then we started upgrading the gear, buying new gear. But, you know, once you see you buy the Pro Tools in the beginning, a couple of years later, there's a shit ton of new updates. And Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, gas is a hard thing to get over. Gear acquisition syndrome. Yeah. It's really hard to get over, man. Yeah. So what do you guys... Yeah. You guys are working on our follow-up now to the uh, to the last EP, right? Is that correct? Well, so yeah, we, we put out three singles um, last year. That was mm -hmm. the very start of the band. Um, Adrenaline, Never Alone, and I Feel Bad. And then we got back in the studio with Kyle O'Dell and... Uh, Wrote a bunch of new songs, and then we, you know, Nothing to Lose was the first one off of that group, which we plan to make an EP. You know, we have a couple more for that, and, uh, you know, that's the plan as of right now. But we do have the next single coming out in a little over a month. Yeah. 
Is that the, I mean, the music business has sort of reinvented itself. Is that the new uh, model for you guys? You're going to go the single route every four to six weeks? Or are you planning on doing, you know, an actual EP or record or something like that? Like I said, the plan now is we have stuff for an EP, and that's the plan as of right now. But um, things could change, you know. That's why we went the single route in the beginning, because we just wanted to get the taste out there and see what people thought and just get our feet wet with it. But um, we do want to do an EP, and we have the material. But we're just popping the two singles and then see what the next step is, whether it's a, the EP gets dropped or we're, you know, back in the I, studio again. Because I imagine you have to co- sort of straddle the line because you've got old jackasses like myself who like the, you know, the physical media. And I want to sit down and see where it was a pop it on the player or in the player. Chris doesn't have any idea what I'm talking about because he's all digital. But, um, you know, I'm the old school guy. And then you've got, you know, schmucks like Chris who want to the single every month and just download it and go back there. You know, cleaning the house, listening to the single or whatever he does. Yeah. No, I, I like your point of view too because I like, like growing up, you know, and looking at the actual right. art. You know, I mean, that was a part of the experience. It was a whole thing. Like, I want to see what the band looks like, what are they wearing, how they portray themselves. You know, who they thanked, the liner notes, and yeah, yeah, who they thanked, and all that kind of stuff. And actually, yeah. I think there's a certain art form in sequencing as well, isn't there? What do you mean? Like sequencing songs the songs back to back. Yeah, putting the songs on the record when you're when you're sitting with a phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that, that kind of gets lost with the single thing, but yeah. um it just worked out, you know, releasing especially in a pandemic and everything was not oh, sure. the situation for the start of this band, but right. we had the role. We didn't want to sit on it, you know what I mean? So we're like just get it out there, work that way, and uh hopefully we'll be in to do if not the EP, we would like to do a full record, you know. Right. Well, I think you know call me crazy okay but the world has changed dramatically not just from covid but from digital music and people's attention spans have gone from like here to like well below my feet right like so like there might be a band that they they hear a song and they just fucking love it but then like three weeks later they're like oh what was that song again Right. Right? right right how do i find that and then they either look for it or they don't. Yeah. So this is why I think in the digital age, it's important to stay connected by releasing one song periodically, at least once a month. That's why. Yep. Because people will engage. The algorithms will remind them that they've engaged if you keep releasing content. And then eventually they'll follow you on social media or whatever. Right. Subscribe to you on YouTube. And you then you have a constant fan base. Whereas if you just release an album, they might hear one song from that album, and three weeks later they might be like, "I like that song. What was that band?" But yep. there's no follow up. So that's my that's my logical point of view. Even though I do love opening up an album and checking out who wrote it and right. who produced it and whatever. Sorry, my dog's right. going crazy in the background here. It's hard, dude, because it's like that fine line, right? It's like fast America, like what you're describing. Everyone wants it instantaneously and then right. forget about it tomorrow. So you want to hit them with that kind of song that's hopefully something grabs them in right away, but it's going to last. And they tend to be singles or what we call singles, you know? But like a lot of times, the other songs that aren't singles are some of the greatest songs that a lot of other people are drawn to and not the necessarily the masses and stuff. And it's kind of hard to not be able to do those songs because you're like, shit, I got to get something out very quick, you know, every six to eight weeks. Right. Keep people in- interested in-, in going. Because if you're not, the next Somebody else is. Right. Is, you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you have the studio. We do. Yep. Yeah. So we're busy so- with that. We record people here and um, 
you know, hustlers, we do a bunch of other stuff, construction, and Merch. we're always busy. Yeah. When you said hustlers, I was thinking about not, I wasn't thinking about construction. What were you thinking? Pimps? <laughs> were you thinking they were pimps? No, what was that guy's name? <laughs> Huggy Bear? No, the guy that owned Hustler. Oh, Larry Flint. Yeah, Larry Flint. Sorry, That's what I, I, I don't know why I know that. Said, yeah. A, I'm so sorry about my dog. I am so sorry about Dude, my dog. We're talking about I'm Larry go Flint. Mute. We're talking about Larry Flint and you're worried about your dog. Well, can you hear her? <laughs> no, I don't even hear her. Oh, she's going crazy. <laughs> She's a six-month-old pup, and she is uh, still learning the ways of the road. What do you guys? Oh, fun uh, times, fun times. What do you guys have planned for uh, for the upcoming months or for now into twenty twenty two? Is there any sort of live thing, or is it still too early to tell? Or um, that's definitely the plan. We are waiting to you know tie some things up, and before we can announce anything, but um, you know we're we're trying to get on the road as soon as possible. Um, and like I said previous, we have the next single coming out in uh, early February. Yep. We're just finalizing the actual date, you know, first couple weeks of February. How worried about it, or maybe you're not even worried about it, but how, uh, how much is it on your mind getting out there in this, I don't know, post-COVID world or COVID, whatever it is, Omicron? I mean, it's yeah. definitely different. Yeah, yeah, definitely different. And it's so hard, you know what I mean? Like, you think it's going good, everything opens back up, and then all of a sudden it's they're ramping up again, and – I don't know. I, I think it's going to shut down again. You know, we haven't heard anything right now. Fingers crossed because we I, do want to get out there and, you know, that's you know what? You I don't, I don't think that there's going to be a government shutdown. I think there's going to be a society shutdown. I think businesses are going to shut themselves down because they won't have the employees to deal with it. Like yeah. he, here where I am in DC, there's stores closed already. Yeah. Not because they want to be, but because everyone's out sick. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Like so. my fiance works at a bar and you know, she, uh, a bunch of her people are sick that work there. And um, so, you know, they're hurting too. And, and then I think they're going back to mass mandates. I just heard. So, yeah, so, uh, it wouldn't shock me. I mean, I, I, I went to an N95. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Being an old geezer, I definitely don't want to want to get it. <laughs> Those are the best ones, I guess. Right. Like, yeah, that's what they say. Well, today, who knows? It changes again tomorrow, but. Hey. Always changing narrative. <laughs> That's the beautiful thing about science, man. <laughs> right. The more you learn, the more you know. Right. <laughs> and the more yes, you realize really. what you didn't know. Right. Imagine. Um, <laughs> imagine. If, imagine if humanity was like, "Well, I learned gravity didn't exist," and then that's because that was the expert at the time that said that. Everyone's like, "Well, fuck, gravity doesn't fucking exist." You'd be like, <laughs> right. "What the fuck? It's falling from the fucking sky, you ass." <laughs> we learned. <laughs> right yeah so hopefully everything's good and uh yeah go on the road and get going for 2022 are you gonna do anything or are you doing anything to prepare differently for it no um just these next you know those next videos coming out we do have to shoot another video after that um, we really like doing videos. Um, <laughs> we like getting creative with it. And that was a little extra thing of, you know, having some time with the pandemic and everything. We were able to build our own sets and um, get real hands on with it. And we like doing that shit. Yeah. Matt, this is crazy. So you build your own studio, you build your own sets, you shoot your videos. Yeah. Is there anything else you guys do that we should know about? We do clothing. I got a clothing company. Um, 
that I'm just uh, revamping right now called Black Label Kin. But like I made this, you know, I make a bunch of the stuff that we wear in the videos and everything. And it's just oh, nice. totally on. Like, know? do you make it yourself? Like, do you sew it? Um, yeah, yeah. I make it. It started with um, like leather vests, like biker vests with studs and a bunch of leather and stuff on it. And so I never sewed before. And I got a sewing machine when I was living in LA. Some chick bought me one, and I was like, <laughs> I was learning, you know. <laughs> that is the most LA story ever. Some yes. chick bought me a sewing machine, <laughs> <laughs> and I started a clothing company. Well, I would walk into these, I'd walk into these stores, you know, on Melrose and shit, and I'd be like, dude, these things are sick, but they'd be like a thousand dollars for yeah. a, a shirt. So I'm like, yo, I can't afford that. <laughs> I'm struggling the hardest moving furniture to try to pay my bills. You know what I mean? So I was just like, well, shit, if I can't afford it, I'll learn how to do it myself. And that's just kind of the mentality for this band, you know? Good for you. I love this story. Some <laughs> chick bought me a sewing machine. <laughs> and I started a clothing line. <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm watching uh, The Decline of Western Civilization Part 2 or something. You know? <laughs> Man, nice. we weren't doing anything. These chicks were buying us food, <laughs> paying our rent. Nice. Now, now you can add buying a sewing machine to the list. That's awesome. No, that's it. <laughs> Plenty more stories like that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to know more about. I want to see more about this band. That that story that story just made me a fan right there. <laughs> the sewing machine did it, not the music. <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> As a whole, you know, just the icing on the cake, right? Yeah, but for people that don't know the band, right? And they're listening to the in the interview because we have a lot of people like that because we do yeah. a lot of like we interview bands from all sizes from all areas and there's a lot of people that listen that have never heard of you guys so like if I heard a story like that I'd be like yeah I want to fucking check these guys out <laughs> yeah that was yeah. it and then I would be looking for his clothing line online right and it's a whole big thing studio yeah so. Yeah, Boston, New England area. We're called the Warehouse Recording Studio. We got a huge space here. Um, you know, pretty big live room, high ceilings, great for tracking drums. We kind of wanted a space that wasn't like, you know, everyone's got their bedroom studio and can do it at their little, you know, whatever home they have, a small space, but we wanted that space that you could come in and play drums or play as a whole band, which is kind of lost, you know, these days. It, it is lost. And it's expensive to keep open because a lot of people don't record that way anymore. Yep. Yeah. So it's difficult. I came from uh, I came to DC from Vancouver, Canada, which has probably some of the best recording studios in the world up there. And yeah. um, they're full now, but like in the early two thousands, they were empty. Like no one was using them, and they had to sl- they had to slash their rates. Like man, the warehouse used to go for like twenty three hundred USD a day. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And Little Mountain was going for eighteen hundred US. Now I can get Little Mountain if I go up to Canada for seven hundred Canadian. Is that because all of that eighties and early nineties stuff disappeared and went to Seattle yeah. and elsewhere? Yeah. All that Bob Rock stuff and Fairburn and all yeah. that. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, but they're still up there. I mean, oh, yeah. Stop is still up there. Phrase is still up there. Everyone's still up there. Yeah. Sweet. Well, Chris, if you don't have anything else, I've got my. Uh, my humor stuff to uh, to end this on. You guys have a oh, sense yeah, of humor, good. I think. So we yeah. kind of, we try and we try and do something a little bit funny at the end because we find that people like to laugh and whatever. So I've got yeah, a bunch right. of random questions. I'm just gonna pick two or three of them and. I just go gotta ahead. let the dog out. She's tearing apart her playpen. All right, you want me to? I'm gonna go keep ahead. going. Yeah. So these are completely random, and I'm gonna put you on the spot. But you ready? 
Yep. What mythical creature would improve the world most if it existed? Wait, what mythical creature would what? You cut out there for a second. What mythical creature would improve the world the most if it existed? We got him stumped on mythical creatures, Chris. <laughs> Go. I'm getting Go. humped by Go. my dog, so, you know. All right. You want me to move on? Yeah. Pass. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're going to pass. So you only get one mulligan. The, the rest we got to answer here, right? Yeah. All right. Is cereal a soup? No. Why? Because I'm going to say it is. I'm going to argue all day long it is. Because isn't the definition of soup something in liquid in a bowl? Well, now that you say it, I don't know the definition, but everything I'm like trying to fight my answer <laughs> i'm going back on <laughs> like cold well gazpacho is a soup and that's cold right right and it's got milk and plenty of soups got milk in the <laughs> right know, so i don't know it just doesn't <laughs> seem like a soup to me <laughs> all right nothing nothing else no you um I, i'm good I, sorry I, I agree with him i guess i don't know i guess i guess not all right how many square feet of pizza do you reckon are eaten in the u.s each year (laughs) does this include dollar pizza (laughs) dollar pizza what the fuck is dollar pizza fuck off what is dollar pizza it's pizza you buy for a a slice for a dollar oh you mean like little caesars or some bullshit no they're all over the place you can just go to the store and it's like a buck a slice Dude, where the fuck are you finding dollar pizza? I haven't seen dollar pizza in a long time. <laughs> Me neither. Thank you for agreeing with me. I think he's out of his mind. <laughs> but Little Caesars, you can get the, the whole thing for five bucks. So that's pretty Right. Good. That's almost, I mean, I guess when you break it down, that's like 80 cents a slice. But that's not really pizza, is it? <laughs> Less than a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So completely ridiculous. I'm sorry. I'm dealing. I'm dealing. I'm dealing with a fucking crazy ass dog. So I'm on mute. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's fine. So, so the last one I've got completely ridiculous. But what's your favorite animal sound, and can you demonstrate it for us? <laughs> yeah, come on, come on. What's your come on? You can do it. Animals. Do a pig squeal. Oh, come on. Shit. Letting them down, bro. (laughs) You you guys guys are dropping the ball. Can we get a girl to buy them an animal sound? Yeah. A what? Just a chick. Can we get them a girl to buy them an animal sound? Right. Uh, Girl. All right. So the the last one, then, since you've dropped the ball so many times here, would you rather eat a stick of butter or snort a tablespoon of salt? Butter, salt. Really? I'll take the salt. I don't know. I used to eat butter by packets when I was little, dude. So now I'm just like, no, I can't do that shit. You know, little packets on the table. Yeah. I just eat those. You know. I think you're totally dating yourself, though, because I don't even think that's a thing, is it? The packets. Have you seen a butter packet anywhere? No. Yeah. 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 The little squares. I I was in Utah. uh, Last week, two weeks ago, when I had uh, little packets on the table. Really? And they would say wow. I was dated because I didn't know the before it was just like a slice with the little um, wax paper on top. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, right? 
No, I'm saying like the gold wrapped foil. Oh, 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 okay. I thought we were talking about those little squares with the wax because I don't even think that exists, but that's the good old days. They were talking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah, no, not those. Chris, you got anything else? I don't even know what that is. Yeah, fuck you. Bruce, you are frozen. That's okay. What do you got, Chris? I don't, man. Thank you so much for this interview. (laughs) So, so, uh, I, as, as you've seen, this podcast can go off the rails pretty easy, um, which is the way we like to keep it around here. Yeah. Um, so please email us when your single is going to come out, whenever it comes out. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. Um, so that we can share it and maybe we can try and time the release of the podcast with the single. Um, nope. Do you want to tell us the name of the single? Yes. Yeah, called The Broken Ones. The Broken Ones. Broken Ones. And this video is sick. We just actually finished uh, editing yesterday, and it definitely trumps all the videos thus far, and we're very excited for it. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah. And if okay. fans want to find you on social media, you guys pretty active. Can you drop your socials? Yep. Yeah, uh, Instagram is uh, Above Snakes Music. Um, same thing for Facebook. And uh, we're on Spotify and YouTube and everywhere else. Apple Music. Thank you, my friends. I hope that wasn't too bad. Uh, Before we go, I just have one thing to say. Go, Chris. I had a I had a pair of those sunglasses in 1998, and I fucking miss them. The pit vibes. Yeah, those are killer. Nice, very nice. All right, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Stay safe. Stay safe. Yep. Cheers. All right, later. Hey, this is Aaron from No Simple Road. I'm inviting you to come hang out with Apple, Mel, and I as we talk with the musicians, artists, chefs, authors, and beyond from the world that turns us on. We're reaching into the improvisational music scene, the psychedelic culture, the festival world, and getting to know what makes the people tick that create those scenes. Come join us on the long, strange trip over at No Simple Road.